and welcome back to Theory for Turntables, the TFT podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matt. Hey, Matt, the TFT podcast can suck my cock. Suck my cock. Yeah, there's only one. There's only one lyric to quote. That's just going to be the the you know our theme, our refrain for this episode. That's right. Last week was the fuck boys, and we're continuing our strain of um of homosocial male aggression uh, with a double a double episode, a special double episode of um two albums that are linked uh, in a few ways, but most notably uh, in a a mostly one sided feud uh, between the two bands, and we're talking about. Uh, war, the war on drugs, um, the the Philadelphia dream pop, dream folk, dream country uh, band that was referenced uh, on the Leighton Meester episode uh, and their 2014 uh, album Lost in the Dream, um, and uh, Sun Kill Moon, um, the San Francisco based. Um, douche folk <laughs> um, a project of uh mark kozalek uh, uh formerly of red house uh painters uh i don't want to pull my punches here because um because and so uh, well he sir i mean he certainly doesn't i mean right. he sounds he sounds like a charming man and he's an excellent songwriter as well everything i just said is a lie um, let's uh so and these are two albums that are i think linked in in two ways one is that they both kind of traffic traffic in kind of elements of of uh, around folksiness um and um americana right and and we kind of introduced ideas about americana the americana dream um on the uh leighton meester episode and sure. i think there are two competing visions of that and these two albums that came about out about the um same time uh earlier in this year um in in the spring uh but then they became even more inextricably tied um when the war on drugs uh or sorry when um Sun Kill Moon uh, at a concert uh, when his set was being interrupted by the noise bleed from the War on Drugs um, said uh, this next song is called uh, The War on Drugs Can Suck My Cock uh, and then at that time just played one of his songs but then went on to write the song The War on Drugs uh, Can Suck My Cock uh, and then uh, when the um, uh, the lead singer of, of War on Drugs um, Adam Gronofsky uh, released, uh, released a statement saying that he, this guy was a, a douche and uh and w- was a real <laughs> immature pain in the ass he then released a song called adam granovsky blues uh in which he plays a blues riff reads the guy's statement and laughs derisively every two or three lines yeah. <laughs> um and so these are and and i think that um so the, the beef which has kind of uh you know been fueled and has been the bread and butter of the um indie music uh blogosphere for the last um for the last few months uh, ties these bands together, but I think that there is, um, I, I think that there are a lot of similarities and differences in these bands, and that the that the, um, uh, the comparisons and the contrasts are instructive, and I think feed into a lot of our interests uh, both this quarter, um, and I think especially reaching back into the last quarter uh, where we did um, some of the '70s and some of the folk of the uh, '60s and punk as well. So I think that there's a lot, uh, there's a lot here, uh, and so as always, um, if you have not listened to both. Um, 
Lost in the Dream by The War on Drugs and Benji by Sun Kill Moon. Pause this, and we'll see you in like two hours. We'll see you in a day. <laughs> um, because uh, these are both like one hour long episodes, right? We'll see you in like four Ramones. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and also, it'll be a day because let's just say that Benji is not a um uh, is not light fair. It is like the opposite of Taylor Swift's 1989. <laughs> um and and it is um well it's actually the opposite of something that I think w- that we're likely to discuss next week uh which is the um soon to be released uh uh Charlie XCX album Sucker. And like I and and uh, as of the time of um recording uh is coming out next week but is available streaming on iTunes uh now um and on on uh, December on December 9th um and you know I needed to go to Charlie XCX as my like emotional palate cleanser uh-huh. <laughs> um after uh a, a listen I listened to Benji several times and then I um while commuting this morning listened to Benji while reading the lyrics in the pouring rain uh the pouring gray rain uh and and I needed I needed some pop songs about like being a London queen and being a bratty uh, a bratty uh, a bratty uh Londoner uh 20 something who can't be held down by anything uh, so, you know, work in some time to listen to these two lengthy albums, uh, and then some other time for recovery. Uh, and we'll see you back here after this message from our sponsors. Mm. Are you still alive? Yes. Okay, good. I was worried for a minute there. Uh, I was too. Existence is bleak. I know, it really is. Well, if you need to shuffle off your mortal coil, have I got the thing for you. It's an aerosol can, and all you do is leave it on any open flame, and it will explode and kill you. Wow. Could, can I do this while wearing a TFT t-shirt? <laughs> you absolutely could. So here's what to do. You have one more day. You have until the end of December 10th, uh, 2014, to go order the TFT shirt, the indie band, generic indie band shirt. And in, once you have done that and it has arrived, you go get a can of Aquanet or what have you, throw it on the fire, and when it explodes and kills you, you know, you, uh, your obituary will mention that you were wearing the indie band shirt. The, uh, you know, the generic shirt that can be uh, a reference to any indie band. Don't buy concert T-shirts. Don't buy any actual band shirts. Those things are going to go out of style so quickly. And it's going to, you're going to have to store them for 30 years before you can wear them ironically again. Just get the TFT indie band shirt printed on an American apparel T-shirt. You know, it just says indie band on the front. There's a link in the show notes. And you'll be supporting... Uh, the TFT podcast when you buy the indie band shirt. My goodness. I mean, how, and, 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 and then go kill yourself. So, uh, that's, that's basically the plan. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it can be, so regardless of what side you come down on here, uh, uh, whether you're team war on drugs or team sun kill moon, uh, you, you, you can just pull, you can actually just, you know, hedge your bets by wearing your indie band shirts, uh, because they both purport to be indie bands. Um, so, you know, Matt, I'll just lead off with a question. You kind of already shaded here. Uh, but are you on 
Team War on Drugs or Team Sun Kill Moon? I, you know, I'm on Team All of You Can Suck My Cock. No. <laughs> I'm on Team Meredith Graves, actually, if I have to come down, if I have to come down on a side of this. And I'm referring to the, uh, I'm I'm referring to the essay that the the front woman for Perfect Pussy uh, penned, um, <laughs> Perfect Pussy penned, uh, uh, prodigiously pontificated. No, I'm just playing with the alliteration at this point. Uh, the, analyzing this from a uh, analyzing the beef and the the uh, discourse in the beef um, from a gender studies perspective and from from the perspective of of feminism, right? And what she identifies, rightly I think, is a is a kind of retrograde. Um, uh, a, she actually doesn't get into the homosocial aspects of it, but in, in she uh, identifies a kind of retrograde machismo, you know, macho posturing in it, which is actually uh, really, really sort of corrosive, you know, really sort of poisonous. I mean, when she says, you know, well, uh, you know, saying saying you can suck my cock. Well, the cocksuckers are either either women or gay men, right? Like, what? Wh- wh- who are you? Who are you comparing war on drugs? to like who are you insulting war on drugs by comparing them to you know are they bad because they suck cocks like women or are they bad because they suck cocks like gays right which are the you know which is the uh right because he's she's basically saying that he is either saying war on drugs is gay or the war on drugs are a bunch of little bitches right Right. which uh, but like is saying it in a way you know that is somehow if he said that it would probably be less of a light because the other thing she, that she takes to task is the um, discourse around this on music blogs and the kind of saying this is like the best the best beef song of 2014 the best diss track of the year um, and kind of talking about this as if this is hilarious and lighthearted and or even like you know has artistic uh, merit on its own ground without kind of you know being having these deeply problematic um, gender, gender sexual politics, right? You know, retrograde gender uh, sexual politics. Like my uh, <laughs> son kill mood is all about that title. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. He's giving you that title and that title is either, you know, reviled females co- or reviled homosexuals. The, the, the right? title, the title is cocksucker. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on her team. Surely, surely there's, surely we have, uh, cleverer ways, um, to put, to put one another down, but given the, given the poverty of imagination, right? Like given the poverty of artistic, um, uh, effort or ability, uh, that Benji evinces, I'm not surprised that his, uh, I'm not surprised that his disses are, uh, superficial. And well, okay, uh, I don't yeah. mean, so, I don't mean super official. They are right, right, superficial. In the, in, right. In the Kanye West meaning. Well, so I want to jump in on that um, because weirdly that is um, what largely, right. That, that is the, that is what uh, the, the, the kind of lack of artistic purpose or content is precisely what um, uh, Sun Kill Moon or what Mark uh, Kozilek um 
charges uh, war on drugs with, right? That um, all the references to them being basic John Fogarty rock, right? Or um, or playing uh, beer commercial lead guitar. Yeah, hashtag, um, right, hashtag basic. I was about to say, is, right, is Sun Kill Moon normcore? You know, is it right? Like what's, uh, what's well, no, I think I, th- I mean, this it's an interesting question because I think that war on drugs is more, um, norm core, right? That they war on drugs does have a sound that is, I mean, you know, in some ways the points that, you know, in verse six, he says, war on drugs, loves feet, Fleetwood Mac war on drugs, loves melon camp. Um, I mean the touchstone that I actually heard here a lot, um, is uh is tom petty uh as well um there's kind of i mean early on when i had uh first heard the first few war on drugs albums and then this one as well i definitely would describing them to someone called them hipster tom petty um and and i think that there is a normcore move there and so the question is is like is Sun Kill Moon, I mean, and it seems to be from your interpretation, the Sun Kill Moon is in a, a glass house of like, you know, lack of artistic, um, you know, depth or purpose or achievement, or that they're just indifferent, you know, <laughs> uh, all, 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 all great indie bands are the same, and every shitty indie band is shitty in its own special <laughs> way. <laughs> So are they just shitty in different ways? <laughs> I or is I mean, one of these a great indie band and one of these a shitty indie band? You know, like, so it's it's funny, right? Like, sonically, Benji is the sort of thing I gravitate toward a lot more than... Uh, a lot more than Lost in the Dream, right? Like, because this stuff, I just can't find a hook in a lot of this, like, kind of hev- heavily reverbed dream pop... Uh, you know, I it just doesn't seem to have any doesn't seem to have any words. Sh- words. <laughs> Sharp edges is what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, there's nothing you know? to grab onto, right? A little. That's that's my feeling a little bit, right? Like, um, and and so like the Sun Kill Moon re- record, which is a little more straight ahead folk, which is you know, um, right? I I sort of hear. I don't know. I hear a lot of different. I, I hear a lot of different stuff in it sometimes. Uh, but then I started like. But then like ultimately, the effect to me is it's it's like the 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 demon child of of Connor Oberst and Sufjan Stevens, and just like the worst yeah. of, the worst tendency of both of those. Right? If you took all the bad parts of each one, you know, uh, yeah. Like imagine I mean, imagine I gonna, a hypo- I was going to call it morose, douchey mountain goat. <laughs> right. If you, yeah, except that, like, except that, except that, right? John Darnell has that Dylan-esque quality to talk about something and to talk about something more at the same time. And and Benji, the whole record is like it resolutely refuses to go deeper than the surface. I mean, that's part of the point of it, you know. And and it's the fact that it's autobiographical, or whether or not it's autobiographical, or it's autobiography is the product of craft and is you know what I mean is sort of constructed to sound autobiographical um whatever the uh right whatever the the case in in that like it's uh it's sort of it's almost like reading off a uh reading off a christmas letter or reading off a uh 
um, a, a journal or something like that, right? Like it, it, re- it reminds me of, of stuff that I thought was poetry when I was 15, you know? And, and I don't know, like really, if you're gonna, I, you know, if you're gonna talk shit, I feel like you have to have a little more, uh, I feel like you, you I don't know, you have to have a, a few more bullets in your gun, I guess. Like, uh, but but I I guess like what Mark Kozilek has has amassed a a huge reservoir of credibility on which he can draw in order to to sort of be a bully to to newer indie bands to to younger yeah. newer indie, indie bands yeah I mean well that's a, that's a great way to spend your cultural capital what a what a charming man what a, yeah he's he's friends with uh, he's friends with Ben Gibbard oh. uh, re, uh, like reluctantly so right that's the last track um, Ben's my friend oh yeah. Um, I don't know if you picked that up, right, where he basically is grumpy because he has to go uh, – he has backstage passes and free t- comp tickets to see uh, the Postal Service. And he remembers when he met Ben Gibbard in 2000 at a festival in Spain. And uh, Ben Gibbard was on the small stage, and and, and uh, Kozilek didn't know his name. I'm, like, basically quoting from Ben's My Friend. Um And basically, he goes and is really, like, has very deeply mixed feelings about his friend's success and all of the people who are having uh, good, good times while listening to it. Well, right. And this is like, you know, okay, so I'm reading I'm reading off the rest of the verse that you were reading, right? Like, now he's singing at the Greek and he's busting moves and my legs were hurting and my feet were too because he's apparently too old to stand up at a concert. I called him after, said I'll skip this backstage high bye, but thanks for the nice music and all the exercise, right? Which is a way of, which is a way of sort of demeaning the which is a way of demeaning the whole the whole enterprise uh you know and but then it kind of goes on you know there's a fine line between a middle-aged guy with a backstage pass and a guy with the gut hanging around like a jackass uh everybody there was 20 uh 20 years younger than me i'll leave with this not my fondest memory right like and and that that i don't know i feel like that that kind of lame self mockery is supposed to be a fig leaf um you know, over the fact that he's he's really uh he's really um he's really <laughs> uh you know mocking his friend for for his friend's success right and 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 seems to seems to me right to to it's you know i don't know seems to give the lie to everything that he says um yeah, the if if it were actually so worthless, it wouldn't need to be called out as as being worthless. You know, it 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 reveals a sort of deep well of a deep well of immaturity uh, and and insecurity that that uh, you know I don't know I just sort of don't I don't find charming right if you are uh, I, I don't find charming if you're older than the kids in the Breakfast Club. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think that, like, I mean, I think it is interesting where, I mean, I don't know. It is, there's an interesting question of whether it's supposed to be charming or it's supposed to be, like, just opening up a a a hideous wound and saying, look at the wound, <laughs> right? Um, and that, like, there is a, it actually, you know, it's always what this, right, so, like, like wh- how I read this album, because like I definitely, the first several times through, like did not f- 
also found it very unpleasant. I found it hard to listen to both kind of emotionally, um, sonically, and yet I also found it distracting while I was working. Like, it's like as if I was like, um, you know, sitting at a coffee shop and some guy is like having a very loud, very weird conversation for like an hour. Uh, and it's distracting. And it's the kind of thing that I would put my head headphones on. Uh, um, but I think that part of as I engaged with it um, and, you know, the lyrics are so front and center is that it, it weirdly parts of it and parts of the the unpleasantness and the kind of banality and th- th- there's a lot of contradictions here um that that i think start to get interesting and that ultimately it works at this like almost level of like it, it has it's, it's, it arrives at a functional similarity to noise music um in that uh, and and like the more unpleasant um ends of uh noise and there's there's a band that um there's a noise artist called Pharmacon um put out a record uh, earlier this year that uh, uh earlier this fall um that uh that that uh, had a lot of um attention and uh, we we still may uh discuss it at some point um but it is it's an, a concept album about like the failure the failing of the human body and there's lots of squishes and breathing and scraping and shrieking and 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 you know it sounds like just like a a super cut of medical sounds gone wrong uh-huh. medical noises gone wrong uh, and it's exceedingly unpleasant to listen to um but has um you know uh some interesting ultimately makes something of that even if it is like you know att- attempting to kind of it, it is just noise yet kind of arranged intentionally i think that there's a lot of kind of emotional noise here and and kind of personal noise and 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 psychological noise and it's a noise journal um and in ways that i think that there that there there are some interesting things here in the way this album is constructed um and and sequenced and uh and and how these the kind of relatively monochrome vocal styling and kind of lyrical styling, the, the very literal non-metaphorical st- uh, styling kind of ultimately gets sequenced in a way and interact with the music in ways that start to like the, the, when, when there, there are breakthroughs in a way to me that are similar in, in the kind of these breakthroughs in, in, in musicality and kind of in, in meaning that come through in the kind of most abstract noise music. Um, and I don't know. I, I think that there are, I mean, I think one of the songs that's more, artful in this way and that kind of ties some of this together is the one about the i watched the film the song remains the same hmm. um and it's the it's a and it's a song that's about um on the one hand and the structure of the song is uh alternating between like reminiscing about seeing uh the film the song remains the same which is about um led zeppelin um and then about kind of describing himself and and basically talking about being a shithead right uh being right um so he kind of you know says talks about what he remembers about the movie and about the um the the hugeness of rock and roll stars and about um uh 
and 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 about uh and and about the dream sequences and kind of the interaction between imagery and and larger than lifeness uh and and the hugeness of the of the music um and then uh and then he goes to i don't know what happened or what anyone did uh from my earliest memories i was a very melancholic kid slow down when a little it, bit because i want to i want to really savor these next two lines when anything close to me at all in the world died, to my heart forever it would be tied. Oh, my God. A 13-year-old could not have written that – could not have written that awkward inversion of the verb better, right? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it's really natural speech. Uh, it's speech natural, if you will. You know, yeah, okay. You, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You can, you no, can, look, you can go into the... He's, you, he's the best uh, He's the best indie folkster on, on Dagobah. Like, <laughs> he is. <laughs> the best, the bed, best indie folk artist on Dagobah he is. <laughs> um, right, like, that's, uh, you know, right? Isn't that shit you used to do in your... Thir- I don't know if you wrote poems when you were 13, but I was an artsy, you know, sort of long-haired kid. Um, but the... Uh, but the... Um, you know the 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 whole thing here like is if you're trying to you know if you're trying to not have artifice at least don't have shitty artifice right like when the artifice comes in and it's shitty uh i don't know okay so then what follows is a catalog of uh um a catalog of like people who died in his childhood people people who he knew who died like a friend who got uh, hit on a moped and a girl who's in an accident and then his grandmother, um, and then yeah. he punched a kid in the face on the uh, uh, on the playground for no good reason. Um, and uh, and it, I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's just. Um, I, and then I think it goes on, and it, it, so it's, it's. I mean, yeah. And so it's like right. So let's. I mean, let's read this right. Uh, though I kept to myself, and for the most part, was pretty coy. I once got baited and had to had to clock some undeserving boy right this is interesting because this is machismo code of the schoolyard diss track land that we're in now right out on the elementary school playground i threw a punch that caught him off guard and knocked him down and when i walked away the kids were cheering and though i grinned deep inside i was hurting but not nearly as much as i'd hurt him uh he stood up his glasses broken and his face was wet uh his face was red. So, like, this is—I mean, this is an interesting. This is an interesting thing, right? Because it's—it's it at once is it by purporting to. There's an ulteriority here by purporting mm-hmm. to uh, sympathize with the kid, or by pur- purporting to sort of self-examine or self-criticize. Um, it is uh, nonetheless. Um, bragging about how sort mm-hmm. of virile and powerful he was mm-hmm. uh because uh, he hurt the kid more than he himself was hurt by the you know um by the sort of awfulness of what he'd done and the knowledge that he yeah. had, that he had done wrong yeah right. but you know you know yes i knew i had done wrong and it really it really gnawed at me but i i you know i did hit him really hard i really cleaned, oh, i really I, cleaned I, that fucker's clock right no and it's it's right it's like um and then he and goes like, on I've, i i'm sorry well, do, do i, I sound do, angry do i sound angry angry to you because like i've been spending the last couple of hours wanting to punch this guy in the face so maybe that's why you know maybe this is why maybe this is what earwormed its way into my head and and uh and is is now like eating eating away at me but uh but uh uh sorry yeah i don't know yeah i mean and and uh and 
and like he goes on right and says when i grew older i learned to play guitar while everyone else was throwing around a football and again it's like this thing right where it's purporting to say i was i was such a sensitive guy or i was an outsider but again he's it's sort of like i'm like i am my like my dick's so big i don't need to throw a football i i it has six strings and i play it impeccably yeah um well so okay so so right all these other kids and he calls them out for conformity specifically wearing Uh bright colors to school issued them parroting passed down phrases and cheerleading right like you know what the fact that uh, you know i don't know the fact that it's that it's written in sharpie in a composition book right doesn't make it any less banal right the 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 fact that there are fewer that you know fewer people parroting the phrases you're parroting doesn't mean that you're not parroting them right it doesn't make you original the fact that you don't know anybody like yourself doesn't make you original is my point um you know it's i think the big takeaway here is that we're just we're all really lucky that kurt cobain died young oh jesus <laughs> right i mean but i mean I, I i'm kind of i mean it's like a horrible thing but i mean i think that right that he is of that generation um you know, in terms of age, and you know, he says, "I got a recording contract in 1992. From there, my name, my band, and my audience grew." Right. So he was his like first wave with Red House Painters um, uh, was was in the 90s, right? And they were kind of um, you know under the radar of they were in the kind of underground scene, while like then what had previously been underground um, and kind of at the fringes, you know, became mainstream alternative rock, and so that he was able to be popular in this in, in that kind of heyday of of indiness uh, of uh, like a a. Um, the indiness of small differences, right, <laughs> right, and indiness uh, like that that uh, like oh we're not like those guys, um, but like I you know that there really is like when we were listening to some of the songs on this album, um, and this one's one of them, and uh, Dogs is another one. Um, uh, uh, Rachel, uh, aka Cognac, said, "You know, this sounds like uh, this sounds like boring Nirvana." Um, and <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, Dogs especially kind of sounds like is reminiscent, um, both in lyrical content and um, and and sonically to um, like Polly, um, uh, among other um, Nirvana songs. Um, and there is just this like element of like what happens when the kind of, when the alternative the misanthropic uh indie rocker ages and when indie rock ages and 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 becomes less um indie and and i think that i don't know i so there are definitely and it's it's right like and you don't and but like uh, you sort of you age but you don't sort of outgrow Mm. the the thing it's you know he's like i mean he's like the rolling stones right like mark kozilek Mm. right in in a different way he's still you know he's still grumpy and and kind of railing against uh railing against a straw man in the same way that mick jagger is still like strutting around and doing his miso horny act right like well and also mark kozilek can also get no satisfaction (laughs) (laughs) in that respect also um yeah, and and that's like uh, 
And that's whereas it's sort of whereas that song is sort of sexy and kind of hungry and very, you know, uh, generationally defining if you're in your 20s when you're singing it. Right. If you're in your 50s when you're singing it, it's it's, uh, you know, if you if you haven't got satisfaction by now, you're doing it wrong. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, like if you can't get satisfaction when you're, you know, when you're a teenager, well, yeah, that's the existential state of, of these fucking teenagers. Right. But if you can't get satisfaction, you're, you're a a middle-aged adult, uh, you know, uh, really the world has passed you by and you should probably stop making, (laughs) making records. But if you have satisfaction for more than four hours, please call a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Um, I also, I mean, I don't know, this sense of, like, bullying, uh, and I guess we should talk about the diss track a little bit. Um, we can talk about, we can also talk about, we can go to antithesis, right? <laughs> if we're at thesis, let's go to antithesis. I sort of, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a ton to say about Lost in the Dream. Like, I enjoyed it while it was on. It was, it, you know. It's great, it's great knowledge work music. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a pleasant sounding, it's a pleasant sounding al- album. I also, I mean, I have the sense, and, and I guess this was, this was borne out by reading some of the reviews, uh, where it, like, it took a, um, it took a long time to produce, and there was this like grueling cycle of recording, and it's this is all of a piece with the like the John Vanderslicization of pop music, you know, um, great, you know that it that it was sort of painstakingly it was painstakingly constructed each sound, you know, each each little each little tile in the mosaic uh, in the wall of sound, uh, artfully artfully laid there in the recording process, right with a little ball peen hammer, <laughs> right, like tick tick tick. Tick, 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 and you have like you know a second and a half of the record every day, and you you know, and uh, you know that's that's what you do on tour when you're not sleeping in your van. van. Yeah, it was. It's like this. Yeah, right. This album is like uh, is like one man rumors, right? <laughs> a little. Yeah, there you go. That's that's good. And even like I don't know, even Fleetwood Mac, like the the. I, I I don't know. I just don't get the. I sort of don't get the the diss, right? Like, you know, I, this sounds this sounds t- almost too Phil Spectory, uh, right? Like, oh, you sound, you know, and that's not what he's being. That's not what he's being compared to, you know. Um, I don't know. I feel like the disses are. are well, it's like it's like you're not you're bit. not Sun Kill Moon, and I'm telling everyone. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's kind of it. Like I am I like there is no art. There is only me. There is only me. And uh, and 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 like let it wash over you. Um, and and, you know, the sun kill moon is punk. Sun kill moon is folk. Sun kill moon is art. Sun kill moon is music. Uh, and and everything else is um, is 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 hacky sellout bullshit. Right. right? Um, and, and, and so the main, uh, the main crime of war on drugs, I mean, there's a few things, right? That, you know, the, the, the crimes of war on drugs are having fun, <laughs> um, um, having fun, but then also being right. I mean, like, you know, if you look at the cover of, uh, lost in the dream, right? Adam Granovsky is, um, he he satisfaction appears to be eluding him as well um uh and 
I think, though, you know, the charge is that there's a kind of disingenuous dissatisfaction there and a packaged dissatisfaction that uh, is made palatable to the um, to to the Starbucks crowd um, and to the the, you know, what Mark calls calls the bridge and tunnel crowd. And he's based in San Francisco. So it's like the people commuting in from like Marin and like Marin County and like uh, and 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 what Berkeley to go to the Fillmore for the war on drugs concert. Concert. Uh, and it's yeah, like, down, nah. I mean, I guess down the peninsula or something. Right, like that, right, like that, right, right, right. I mean, yeah, you're just all those fucking. You're not gritty and urban like uh, though. I don't know to what extent you know. Right, like cultural. He's, he's repping. He's, he's repping the tenderloin. Yeah, you know? I don't. Well, I don't know. Like what to what extent white San Francisco anyway can can claim to be gritty and urban anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, uh, it's I don't know. Just uh, it makes me crotchety and it, my, it makes me crotchety and angry. Uh, well, why, why don't why don't you write a song about it? It doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting at the computer. I had my earphones in, and they were kind of shitty. They're always really tinny. And fuck you, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs can suck my cock. And I was listening to Sun Kill Millen's diss track, and I didn't like it because it seemed mean spirited. And, you know, if this is these guys' problems, my God, I want his life. But I guess I'd have to be a douche like him, so I didn't do it. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the well is dry. I'm going to start my response track, but I'll finish it in a year because I have to get all of the, um, the, the looped vibraphone sounds just right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that there's – it is interesting – it reminds me a little bit of um, there's a there's a, a bit in a Mr. Show episode that I love where um, oh David Cross shows up late uh, and Bob Odenkirk takes him to task and he's like and uh, and the, the joke is um, man uh, David Cross says man you were born in the uh, in the, in the early seventies and I was born in the late seventies and we just don't get along right we are we're just from different generations uh, and 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 there it's like joked you know it's like you you guys love Star Wars and and we loved the Empire Strikes Back uh, and and that there's you know. Um, War on Drugs, Adam Granovsky is like 35, so he's like closer to our age cohort, um, but a little older, um, and there's kind of, I mean, there are just like kind of part of what's at stake in the beef are these, you know, ways of like the best way to convey um, angst and melancholy and um, and and dissatisfaction and paranoia. And I guess there's a certain point it's like, yeah, but you know what? New York is waiting for you. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, like why is everyone trying to steal my girl? These are the like I don't really care. You know, I don't I neither like care uh about the ocean in between the waves or about uh, uh about the second Carissa second cousin Carissa. Like, you know, tell me tell me more about this girl that everyone is Uh uh-huh like you know fuck indie rock (laughs) it does well right it does seem to it's funny we we like we have kind of shaded into an area where we are much more we've been dealing much more with with like full-on pop music than uh than you know indie music and I, i i think that you and i are probably both surprised a little bit by that um 
by that development in our well, in our podcast, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I think that there's something that we've talked about a lot is that there is no indie music anymore, right? <laughs> um, and and I like, or it's like, right? I mean, you know what? If you're saying my my, if you're saying my audience grew, right? Uh, you're not indie anymore. You know, you're not. If you're like, uh, if you're talking like a marketer, you're not an indie rocker anymore. You're uh, you're you're <sighs> providing I mean, product. I, I guess you know? that you know that is like what I like. What I like about Benji is that it's such a unsuccessful working through of contradictions, right? It's like it's it's fail Jesus, right? So Jesus, <laughs> right? And, and and there's something that I like about it uh, because there are these like. Like in spite of itself, there are these catchy songs. Like I like, um, I love my dad a lot. Um, I like, um, what are some of the other tracks that I like? Um, I like, uh, I like, uh, Michaeline. I like Ben's my friend. Um, just like in terms of the sonics, um, of it. And I, I like the fact that, <laughs> you know, that, 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 <sighs> That 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 there is that there that that he's standing behind his bullshit uh, in in such a way like that there is like kind of a and uh, it's it's so unlikable and I hate it and I like it because of how much I hate it uh, um, <laughs> I, I guess that connects back to the noise rock and I I don't know I think that. I mean, I think that they are they are both indicative of why I'm not really like that interested into um, indie rock. Like I was saying, like I get, I like you know, th- uh, many of the things that we've talked to. Well, I think that there are more sh- more interesting strains of indiness in many of the other things that we've discussed, right? So that we are are talking about um, interested in in. In indiness and independence and and kind of elements of independence and um you know and, and corners of this kind of multi dimensional space where there are kind of interesting um elements of self expression um and kind of engagement uh, with the self and and the culture and and I think that that in there in some ways there are you know part of this is the 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 mission of, of theory for turntables, you know, it started with Lord, right. And, and started with the pop, the, the interesting light being shown on indiness and authenticity from the side of pop. And, and I think that, so I, I don't know that it's not surprising that we, um, you know, that, that, that the, um, you know, the, that we're not, engaging as much with with indiness like it is an indie podcast yeah and that's that's that what's is what seems to be the problem with benji it seems to be fighting last generation's war yeah you know and i guess you go he's that guy like he's like he's the guy um left in the south pacific right long after world war ii is over sure (laughs) yeah um like you know like you know put your gun down dude like it's like no there could be japs coming over that hill any second you know Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, now, yeah. I f- now I feel bad. No, but I think, no, no, I, I, I think that, and I mean, so kind of circling back to war on drugs, I mean, it's weird. It's just like, I don't even necessarily, like, I, I, it's weird. I don't even feel, I don't feel compelled to, um, 
to to talk to do a lyrical um, uh, close reading on the war on drugs, even though like Pitchfork kind of praises this as being kind of the most kind of lyrically interesting um, and compelling war on drugs album. That's not what I put it on for. Um, you know, it's also weirdly a kind of noise record for me, but in in a different way. Like I actually, I mean, I like the reverb. I like love that in the first song you have this like hi hat hit that is reverbed and then turned into a rhythm. Um, by yeah. by manipulating the reverb, uh, and that is just so cool. Um, and some of these levels of of gauziness um, and and the way that is they, that, that that move in specific, like references like Steve Reich and you know mm-hmm. a kind of early yeah, phase phase yeah, music right? exactly yeah. like early noise music because it's like it's multiple samples of a hi hat that get out of phase and then back into phase again, and it gives it. I mean, as you listen to it, it gives it this very interesting. Uh, I mean, first of all, one thing it does is provide structure to that kind of passage of the song and the other thing is it it, is it kind of it it rings the changes on what the sound what the sound Mm -hmm. can be right it sort Mm -hmm. of it it sort of explores all the options of like uh, and gives it it gives it a kind of thickness and texturality and and you know tweaks that and sort of sees how how far you can you can take it that that moment stood out for me as well yeah yeah exactly um and and I really, I, I like and I I feel like I love like the textures on this album and I I mean I like the songs, um, you know that that you know this is kind of a, you know this is like Tom Tom Petty riding the Kraut Rocket right uh-huh. um in that that the songs that I really like uh, under the pressure Red Eyes um I think an ocean underneath uh, uh, ocean in between the waves um lost in the dream are the ones that kind of establish this like motoric um this this kind of motoric beat that we talked about um in in our seventies episodes of this just kind of like you know um eighth note beat kind of chugging along um but that there again there's a lot of um gauzy reverbed noise on top of that and you have a swirl you like again you have this um artisanal wall of sound uh on on top of that um and and the lyrics are just another one of the like bricks in the wall um and then another smear that runs um that runs through it um and i think that that amount of of kind of gauziness and disorientation is 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 very much what's there and but i i you know i don't necessarily and i i wasn't joking necessarily when when i was saying this is um you know this is knowledge work music yeah uh, and and i mean that's the flip side frankly you know is always sun kill moon uh you know mark Huzzle, like doesn't disagree you know he says like uh yeah i'll see your cd on sale at starbucks <laughs> um you know and it is unobtrusive and and uh, and able to do that and 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 it's norm core in that way. Whereas like Mark Kozilek is, is norm core in that he is, you know, you know, talks about like, you know, you know, going to his, uh, to Panera with his dad to get food for the um, guy who's on house arrest because he like mercy killed his wife. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, and, and whereas, um, you know, in 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 war on drugs, in in lost in the dream, it's a much more general sense of of unease and and kind of abandonment, right? That um, you know, kind of going back to under the pressure, the first track. Well, the come down here was easy, like the arrival of a new day. But a dream like this gets wasted without you. Um, 
and I mean, I don't know. It's you know, is that is that better than War on uh, than uh, than Sun Kill Moon? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, right. Like, what is the? I mean, so a couple things occur to me. Like, what 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 do we go to music for? Right. Like, what do we what do we ask music to do for us? And what do we want it? You know, uh, what, what do we want it to, to say? Is it better? Is it good? Well, what, what do we want it to be good at? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and not to just return to Mark Kozilek, but what it's, it seems that his complaint boils down to, um, you're not good at following these rules I just made up. You know, <laughs> right, right, and that's right, and that's like you know. I guess you can you can probably incite a schoolyard mob around you if that's your uh, if that's your bent. But like, it's no, but not- every, everyone knows the indie rules, right? <laughs> sure, right, and and I and you're not punk, and I'm telling everyone, right? Um, the uh, you know, um, but like, so a, a couple things, right? Like that we talked about, like what what what, what is what is good? So, so what is good? What are we, what are we trying to accomplish? And like for that, like it, uh, um, I come back to like Carissa and he, he says like, try to find some poetry and meaning. Right. Uh, yeah. Is, is that, I don't know. Does war on drugs fail at that? Like trying to find some poetry and meaning. I'd say that the quality of the poetry is probably better, you know, considered as poet, considered as figurative writing. Right. Uh, but that's, I think that is the, uh, to kind of zoom in, right. It's like, you know, uh, uh, trying to find some poetry and meaning. Um, and, and I think that that is interesting. He's, he's not saying I'm writing poetry. <laughs> he's not claiming to write poetry. Uh, he's, he's claiming to find the poetry. Uh, um, so like, let me assemble this. Um, you know, let me, and, and it's so interesting, right? That it, like you say, you know, a documentary is not a, a documentary film has, um, you know, it, it is still a work of, of art and, uh, because of things are, some things are filmed and left out and arranged in one way or not, right? The, the, there is meaning that is imposed by what's um, put in there, but that, um, that there is a foundness and engagement, um, you know, with, with what is, what is there, what is happening in, in events. And I think that there is that element in, um, is that, you know, again, there's two things that, uh, I think that are, are, are claim. There's a, the, the double claim is that a, it's the finding, uh, and, and finding the poetry as opposed to making it. And then there's the trying <laughs> and, and there's the intent. And, and he says like, well, I'm trying, I'm, um, I'm trying through my, um, my, my, with, with my bad personality <laughs> and my guitar and my middle, uh, and, and, and my Midwestern roots and my growing audience and, and my, my sore knees. And I'm trying <laughs> And what are you doing? You're chilling. <laughs> it's like it's like war and drugs are guilty of being chill. <laughs> I don't know. They don't. I mean, like, uh, yeah, yes, right. You're you're right. And when you listen to their lyrics, they don't sound all that chill, right? Like. Uh, when it all breaks down and we're runaways standing in the wake of our pain and we stare straight into nothing, but we call it all the same. Uh, 
That, right. That's that's that seems pretty misanthropic. There's a whole song called Suffering on, the, on Lost in the Dream. Right. Um, you know, uh, yeah, but it doesn't sound like suffering. I can I can be bigger than the tones in the moments of suffering. <laughs> right. Like this. it seems like it seems like it's right up your alley, Mark. Right. Like, uh, will you like the, the, the damn uh, outro of of suffering is will you be suffering? Will you, will you be here suffering? Will you be here suffering? Well, I hope to be. You know, <laughs> it is my you know, I'm trying to do some suffering. <laughs> you know, uh, there's uh, um, like, hey, man, your suffering is drowning out my suffering. Well, OK, so there, I mean, there's that also, right? Like sort of being a bad neighbor, you know, like a, a lack of la- neighborliness and civility is one of the things that that, you know, gets gets called out specifically in the uh, uh, the you know, I don't know. I just I right like whenever I hear. I, you know, whenever I hear this, like, well, I was on the playground writing in my book. I wasn't playing football. I just think of the, I just think of the, just the immense narcissism that it attends the, that attends the artsy child. And look, I know from experience, right? And like, and, uh, uh, it seems not to have grown out of it, but I, sorry, I did something about Mark Kozilek gets under my skin, man. Like, uh, I've, all, all I want to do, that means, that means he's winning. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he, he's an indie, indie hookworm. <laughs> take us, say something nice about lost in taste. Say something nice about lost in the dream that, that, that you can take us out on because like, uh, otherwise I'll just, I'll just be a, uh, I'll just be on a, um, you know, downward spiral into, into rage and hate. I mean, they are really great music, music festival music. Uh, I saw them at Boston Calling, um, and it was, you know, it was interesting. It was a day, it was a three-day festival, and I talked to, I tweeted a lot about it um, at uh, TFT Podcast, um, and it was, you know, a festival that on the, the middle day of it um, was interrupted by um, a, a rainstorm or a threat of rainstorm, and they had to clear everyone out of the, um, the concert venue, which is in, like, central downtown Boston, like City Hall Plaza, uh, and it was, it was just, like, a total shit show. Um, people were very grumpy, uh, and then everyone crushed back in. Several artists were canceled, um, uh, notably Girl Talk, and then everyone crammed back in to see Lord and Childish Gambino. Uh-huh. And there was just like lots of like unhappiness and unpleasantness. And um, War on Drugs played the next day, and it was it was clear, it was cool, it was like blue skies, it was breezy. And I think it is really interesting. Like it, it, it feels. I mean, I think that. I mean, that is like, I guess so this kind of tension of the chillness and the deep unchillness that are being <laughs> held together um, uh, uh, are actually very, very interesting because it's like one of these things where it's like, it's like the, hey man, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, but like, no, no, not fine. Really not fine. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that, you know, that... That is that is very interesting and is 
and and it, and it's it's very popular for a variety of reasons. It's you know it's resonating, um, and the band has gotten more and more popular throughout the year. Um, is a big draw at festivals, um, and I think that that uh, way of kind of expressing this kind of lack of satisfaction um, and kind of engagement with the rock tradition, like yeah. you know. Um, Kozilek also name drops, um, explicitly name drops, um, a lot of different artists, uh, throughout Benji, um, name drops Pink Floyd, name drops, um, oh, The Doors, I think, at various times, um, and, and, uh, you know, name drops, like, the Postal Service we mentioned, and this kind of, you know, has a different engagement with the rock tradition, um, that I think is very threatening to, um, to to Kozilek, right? It's like one of these. It's like you know. It's like uh, the the you know these elements of like kind of. It's like from the you know I, I kind of think about some of the uh, the writing and and theorizing on on influence uh, and and through uh, you know, by Harold Bloom and it's like kind of these things where it's like the anxiety of the influencer uh-huh. right. Uh, and, and, and that it's one of these things where, you know, the cycles, um, are rapid enough of, of kind of genre and, and, you know, people kind of like last have careers that are long enough that they can kind of have ebbs and flows of, um, of relevance and then can kind of see, you know, themselves, you know, both, become more relevant and then simultaneously or instantaneously like more irrelevant and and kind of feel like a legacy is not bear, being carried on so i i think that there's a lot you know the the fact that you know uh that Kozilek is lashing out in the way that, that that he is indicates that there is something really going on on uh in uh in war on drugs uh and it's grabbing people uh and and it and it's it's uh and, and it is kind of this bold um kind of synthesis um and uh and yet it's also is is elusive and kind of hard to um to to pin down um because it's so sonically dense and kind of buried i mean in ways kind of actually similar to perfect pussy but in a kind of you know um you know as kind of punk and noisy as um you know if it's it's just it's a different kind of open-faced sandwich right (laughs) that um that 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 uh that um that, that that you know, yeah, it's Perfect an open, Pussy's, right? It's an open face sandwich with like a blurry Instagram filter on it, or something. Right, 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 right. And and, and roast beef. It's like a roast beef. It's a it's an open face roast beef sandwich. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and and I think that uh, and. And there's there's nothing wrong with that, um, and and you know maybe you'll maybe as you keep eating it you find the horseradish sauce, <laughs> the artisanal horseradish sauce, <laughs> uh, uh, underneath uh, uh, on on the ciabatta roll. Um, so yeah, I don't. Know, do you have any other last thoughts on the war on drugs or anything else to to, to bring us out on? I a, think that uh, I mean I think that either war on drugs or sun kill moon the the either band would look good in uh in an indie band t-shirt 
in a generic I think that's what we we should end this feud by sending them both our t-shirt. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so um yeah, we'll we'll leave it there. Um I think that uh, like we said, the the main takeaway here is buy our t-shirt. Uh, uh if you if you like uh War on Drugs, buy our t-shirt. Right. If you like Sunkill Moon, buy our t-shirt. If you hate both bands, buy our t-shirt. Uh because really you know, there are great debates about who is the most indie um, and whether it is the morose, mopey, um, pessimistic bully, uh, bully, not bully, uh, or the um, the chill, unchill um, country bros uh, that really all we really need to know is that we are an indie band and that you like an indie band. Uh, and so this is the most indie band of the all uh, of them all this, this TFT band of listeners. Uh, so, uh, join in, uh, you know, get lost in the dream with us, uh, you know, both here subscribing on iTunes you know, share the podcast with a friend, um, you know, go and uh, tweet at us, uh, at TFT podcast, uh, comment on the show notes at overthinking it, buy the indie band t-shirt teespring.com uh, slash indie band um, if you're listening to this right when it downloads do it today because this is the day if you like waited a day uh, that's it's it too late that's it's, it you it, can't it, it be in late. you can't be in our indie club you're on the outside you know? uh you're on the outside uh looking in um but regardless of what side you're on uh the outside the inside the war on drug side the sun killed mood side you know that whichever side that you are on it almost certainly has been real